0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 45 of the Chan's Logic Podcast. This week I don't have Steph with me, sadly, because she is currently sick and she's trying to recover. She says she coughs too much for the podcast and obviously that'd be a lot of editing. So she's going to sit out this week and I'm gonna try to bring her back a lot more because I really enjoy the conversational atmosphere that we bring about when we have the show together. But anyway, this week, I am finally home again, so I'm able to actually use a nice mic and get everything recorded without just using a lapel mic in the middle of the street with some guy banging on a trash can again. So you guys are going to get a good clean quality episode. I've been really doing a lot of a lot of culture-based stuff lately and I've been doing a lot of culture-based stuff with a lot of different businesses and I've I've been talking to a lot of people about who they are, what they think about themselves, what their personality is, what their biggest strengths are, and what would they teach if they could teach a workshop? What would be the coolest thing they, they could think of right off the top of their head that they'd have no prep for? And and I'm, I've become really and quite heavily obsessed with understanding culture and understanding people and understanding how to bring culture out of people to move that culture into a business or into a business environment where we're going to use that to essentially showcase to the consumer that we have real-life people involved in our business and in addition to that to get the people inside the business excited about and pumped about the things that we're doing and pumped about the work that we're going to bring about with these kind of projects but it's in a position to where they're doing the things they like to do and we're really moving it into a position to where they feel excited about it because it's what they love to do. And this is really how we bring about culture and it's really how we bring about the idea that people are going to enjoy what you're asking them to do. It, one of the biggest things about this when I, we get everybody in a circle in a round table and if it's in a small business like a micro-gym, it's five or six people sitting in the a, in a middle of a circle with the owner there and, and we're all talking. And if it's a, a medium-sized business that I've been doing recently, we had one that had five different locations and our job was to pull culture and identity out of all of the employees in all of these locations, so it was a lot more robust of a project, but really it, it, it's the same kind of thing. We're just organizing in, at a departmental level versus at just one level. and. It's just asking questions. It's getting them in a room with the other employees that they know and they interact with on a daily basis. Uh, The real big difference in understanding these kinds of things is the smaller business has a lot less moving parts, but is a lot more relationship driven. These people see each other every day. They're the only people they see. They interact a lot. And then as the big business gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, what I find is it's more relationship driven at the departmental level and less relationship driven, or they don't know enough about the people outside of the departments or in the executive level that they don't interact with on a daily basis. And There's some ways to get around this and some strategies we've found in larger businesses and larger companies to where we can get that interaction happening and get the lower level employees excited about the executives and understanding who they are and a lot of that. But I think most of the people listening to this are people who are in the micro business environment and the small to medium sized business environment and so what we do is we get people in a room they get they get in a circle it's like a little powwow and the responsibility of me when i when i run this is to ask questions and be a facilitator to pull information out of people And generally, people want to be humble right off the bat, and they don't want to talk about themselves, and they don't want to talk about the good things about themselves. And so it's my job to pull that information out of them and ask them why several times so we can begin to understand that. So we sit in a room, we talk about what their personalities are, we talk about what their biggest strength is, we talk about what they would teach if they could go to a workshop. And and the key to this is we don't just ask them. We go around the room and we ask every single other person to tell me about that person that we were that we were talking about. So if we're interviewing one guy, everybody in the room is going to talk about that one guy after he talks about himself. And then we're going to do it with every single other employee in the room and every single other person that's involved in that project including the managers and, and the other higher-ups. And if we need to, we have, we have to first organize them in a position to where they trust the managers in order to give this information out and speak freely. Uh, but we always tell them it, it's, a, it's an open environment. If anybody gets mad at each other, we're just going to have a death match and whoever bleeds first loses. And so we break the ice and we have a little bit of fun with them. But what we really find that happens when we do this kind of experiment with people and when we do this kind of project with people is they get excited about each other. They start to talk about the good things about each other and they start to talk about how much they like each other and what the other person means to them. And they start to tell that person why they think they're special. And the reason this is so important is because in, a, in the work culture and in the work environment and even in society, it's generally not something we sit down and do. We don't sit down and talk to each other and tell them, other people, why we like them so much or why we think they're special or what the different attributes about them are that we think make them shine. And we don't tell them the what, they're, what we would like to hear from them or what we would like to learn from them. And... This does a couple of things. It puts someone who is hearing these things in a position to where they feel special and they feel proud and they feel like these people really care about them and actually really understand them. And they learn a bit a little bit about themselves as well that they may not have been thinking about and they learn a lot of special things that they may not have been thinking about and and by the end of this uh, it it can take anywhere from an hour or up to 3 4 5 hours to get these interviews done and sometimes we'll break it up into micro segments if we have to with larger businesses and departments and but what we find about at the end of this is it puts these guys into such a neat little team building environment that they're euphoric after it and they're pumped about each other, they're happy, everybody learned and understood that everybody in the room had good things to say about them and really understood the good things to say about them and and that builds a stronger team and that gets rid of the the underlying people who maybe think that people don't like them or they think bad things about them or maybe nobody likes them. And Anybody who has a lower level of confidence instantly gets their confidence boosted just by doing this and it puts them into a position to where they feel like they really are special. And they do feel like all of the people in the room care about them and all the people in the room really do listen to them and understand them in a way that nobody else could because they work together so often and so much and they're around each other so often. And so once you get done with this, you put your employees and your team into a really neat, euphoric state. And they, they, you have a team bonding environment. They're excited about each other, they love each other, they're pumped, and they think each one, and they understand and know that each one of them knows that each one of them are special. And so we need to organize things like this in our team in order to build an environment where our team is continuously happy about being there and continuously happy about being part of the team and continuously feels like they are an essential part of the team and that everybody else feels like they're essential. And if we do this often enough, we, we can create a really strong team dynamic and we can create employees and staff who will do anything underneath us and who will do anything for us because they feel so strongly about that environment. And I talk a lot about building culture and this is one of the big things about building culture it's not just like a lot of people sit there and they put words on the wall and okay those are those that's our culture and then people read it but they don't actually do it and they don't interact with it nobody cares because it's not exhibited in the company culture and and you'll see this in a lot of modern day tech companies they have an extremely impressive culture they put a lot of money into it and they really understand what makes their employees tick and what makes them happy And so that's what we need to do. We need to put ourselves in a position to where we understand them. We help them understand each other and we bridge the gap between them not knowing or understanding how to give each other compliments and how to talk to each other and tell each other they're special and how to know how to display why the other person's special and what makes them shine. And so if we can put this in a facilitated environment and get them excited about it and not make it something where it's a big joke and nobody cares – And then we build a culture and a a dynamic to where everybody feels like they're an essential part of the story. And if everybody feels like they're an essential part of the story, they're going to work a lot harder. They're going to call in sick less. They're not going to hate their job or they're not going to be bummed out about anything you have to do. And so this needs to be a big part of it. And you can use this. Maybe you do like a little company retreat where you guys go out somewhere once a quarter and you do this. You, You go to some lodge or you rent an Airbnb and you guys all hang out for the weekend or whatever and you do this exercise you sit down and you talk to each other and you do it a little different each time because if you do it the same it's gonna be the same and nobody's gonna take it seriously after a while so you have to make sure you change it up and work it a little different ask different questions make it fun and make sure they understand that you're doing this because you want them to feel special and you want them to feel part of the story And now the underlying philosophy that we we use to build this out is we collect a ton of information on these people, and a ton of information on who they are and what everybody else thinks about them and their strengths, personalities, and all these different little subsets about them and at the at the small to medium sized business level, we get the employees moving and organized and building their own content for the business. And we use their specific strengths and their personalities and and all these things that we ask them and all these questions that we pull out of them. We take all of that and we combine it into interesting segments that they can tell and that they're speaking specifically about something that relates to the business, but also relates to what makes them passionate about the business and what makes them passionate about what they're doing and why they're doing it. And and when we do this, they're excited to actually put that out and they're excited to be part of it and they're excited to put the information out. And so we're, we're giving them the ability to tell a story in an environment to where they feel comfortable about the story and they feel excited about the story because they feel like it really is their story. And this is how we build a storytelling environment to showcase to the consumer that your business cares about them and your business is filled with actual humans who have feelings and who live, eat, and breathe just like them. And so you're not just creating like a client avatar where you just put a bunch of random crap out that hopefully showcases what that avatar wants to see. It's showcasing real-life people who do real-life things inside your business and who really lo- and love your culture enough to where they're willing to put their face up on the internet or wherever we put it out and talk to the world about what you do in an eloquent way because it's something that they're passionate about, something they feel special about, and something that they can actually talk about and feel proud about it and and that's that gets rid of a lot of the the modern day marketing philosophy where it's just give the consumer free stuff and hopefully they download your ebook and they convert eventually and turns it into a true culture of caring and you create raving fans out of this and you create an environment to where not only the employees feel this way about your business but the customers do as well they watch these people on camera and they see these real life people and they see what's going on and they're excited about it and then they start following your brand, and they start knowing these people, and they start feeling like they forged a relationship with the people inside your business. And and these employees might not stay for uh, forever, but they are going to be there for a while, and they are they're going to be pumped about it, and they're going to be able to tell that story for the length of the time that they're with your business. And the consumer is going to develop a relationship with that person and the other people that are telling their stories. And each different consumer is going to connect with a different person who's telling their story from your business that we built out this out of. And that puts us in a position to when we're ready to create an experience around your story an experience around your product or service that we can leverage the people who have been paying attention to the story and get them to buy into it and get them to share it with their friends and get them to talk about it. And if you have this culture of caring and this culture of raving fans already created, selling things is a lot easier because it's not really a process of selling at this point. It's a process of asking the people who care about you to either buy your product or share it with someone who wants it or someone who needs it. And this isn't an easy task to do, it's it's a whole build up and we do a whole interview process, we do a whole content development process, we do a whole cycle of putting this information out and making sure the right people see it and that the employees understand and know what they have to do and how they have to do it. And then it's a process of creating an experience around your product or service. So now, people aren't going to buy because of your features and benefits and, and if you try to give features and benefits and market to the world, you're going to market to nobody. So once we're do, once we finished with creating the experience, and it's the experience is really built around the story that people want to hear as the end result. So we need to think about what's going to make people happy and what's going to put a smile on their face. And we need to tell a story of how they get there and what it looks like when they arrive. And that's what gets people to buy. That's the story they want to hear. People don't care about any of the fe- They don't necessarily care about the features. They don't care about the benefits. They don't care about what happens at any point in the story. They just want to know what the end result looks like and how it's going to give them a great experience. And if you can showcase that they're always going to have a great experience from your product or service, they're going to feel a lot more comfortable about buying it because they're not going to feel like they're being sold. They're going to feel like that's a, a just like me moment that or that's where I want to be moment or that could be me moment or that's an inspiring place to be. And if you, it doesn't really matter what you're selling. You can sell anything and create an experience around it. And I, I like to use the reference of like a mop or a doorknob or something that seems so nonsensical or it doesn't make any sense to create a story around. But really, you have to think beyond what the object is and think what it's doing for the specific people who are involved with it. And that's and if you're selling that kind of stuff, you should already have people who have good stories about it and people who are already excited about it and people who are already having a good experience and understand what's happened. And so you can follow that journey and you can build your story around that journey. And in addition to your employees and your staff putting out the information that we build out with them, we learn and understand what we can get from your customers and showcase have the customers showcase why they're have or your best customers showcase why they're having such a good experience and what their final result was. And so that puts together a complete cycle that you can use to get people excited about what you're doing, to get people in a position to where they feel like you've built that culture of caring and to get people feeling like they the experience that you're giving is the experience they, that they need, it's inspirational and it puts them in a position to say that's where I want to be uh, or that's me or that's that's the position I'm gonna be in when I do this because I've been following their information. I love their stories, I love how real it is. I love how everybody inside their business cares so much about it to put their story out. And I love seeing all of the other people talking about how they had a great experience. I need to do that. And this might not be, and I need I have to preface this, or I guess say it now, this isn't something that happens overnight. Everybody's so worried about these like these lead generation programs and building things right now, and everybody wants here and now. And, and while I can understand that because we need to produce business, what we need to think about though is we need to make sure we understand and have a long-term strategy mapped out. And we need a strategy that we can operate on our own and operate in a position to where we don't necessarily depend on anyone to make this strategy work and if we have this it puts us in a position long-term to have that brand that people know about that brand that people care about and that brand that people can turn to when they really need what we offer if you're in the gym industry if you have a brand like this you're going to be the first one that comes to mind when someone starts thinking about personal training or group fitness or crossfit or whatever it is you offer you're going to be the one that's on their mind when they finally search for it or they've been following your story and the, and everything your staff puts out and all the customer stories you put out and then finally when they see that final experience they're going to say it's time to do this I've been following these guys forever and it might be a process of them going in and, and you get in an email address and some other things from them and then finally you get in a position to where they opt in on something but really the whole thing is built around building, building this culture of caring around your business and so this and the final thought on this is this is how we stand the test of time. And so you see you see a lot of trends come and go. You see popular things get real popular. A bunch of people open businesses up about around these popular ideas and then it plummets and falls apart. And then another thing pops up, and everybody jumps on that flavor of the week. But then you see the little the little shop that's been operating for 100 years over in the corner that has their own thing going on, that has that culture of caring, that has a reputation in their community. And that's the business that ultimately is going to win and withstand this test of time against all of all of the fads and all of the exciting things that come out and all the exciting things that finally die. And, and that's where you want to put your business in a, in a position. I've often heard people say that branding isn't something that you need to focus on. You just need to focus on the here and now, but it's it's a short-sighted way of thinking because if we want to survive the test of time, we need to think about both the long-term and our brand and where it's going to go and how we create that culture of caring and provide that experience, and at the same time, thinking about the right now. How do I push business in right now? And how do I create the culture of caring, the experience, and the long-term brand that I need in order to make sure that people know who I am and enjoy what I'm doing and want to be part of what I'm doing forever. I I heard a quote the other day that said the business that doesn't have to think about money right now or think short-sighted or think what am I going to do tomorrow is going to be the business that ultimately wins because you're not going to have to make any short-sighted strategies that may be at a long-term detriment. So I've been rambling on for 17 minutes. I don't think I've even taken a breath. And I think it's time to shut this thing down. So if you guys are are thinking about how to do this or how to build this or how you should go about it just listen to this a couple times three four five six seven thousand times and really work to get something organized to where you're displaying the fact that you do care and not just the business cares but the people inside the business we need to teach them how to tell their story we need to teach our clients how to tell their best story and then we need to organize our product or service into an experience that makes people smile solves their problems or puts them in a position to feel like That to make them feel like, oh, that's me, or that's going to be me, or that's the most inspirational thing I've ever seen. I'm going to get that, and I need to do this right now. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, chandler at stoneagefuel.com. I'd love to get your feedback on this. I'm also actually doing quite a bit on Facebook Messenger right now, so if you do want to get on my Facebook Messenger list and my text message list, which is where I'm doing a lot of my email broadcasts, just go to facebook.com forward slash chanslogic and hit hit me up with a message. I'll send you a short form to fill out, and you can jump on my Messenger and text list and you'll get all the cool shit that I'm putting out. Hope you guys have a great day, have a great week, and I will talk to you later. See ya.